Today in Security from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Security news this week. Julian Assange faces extradition to the U.S. By Caitlin Kelly. It was another busy week in the security world, and perhaps the biggest story was the arrest of Julian Assange in London on Thursday. The WikiLeaks founder is facing criminal charges in the U.S. over allegations that he conspired to help Chelsea Manning hack into Pentagon computer networks nine years ago. It's hardly an open-and-shut case, which Andy Greenberg broke down shortly after the indictment was unsealed. But it was enough for London police to forcibly remove Assange from the Ecuadorian embassy, where he had been holed up since 2012. Involuntary ejections of another sort were taking place across the pond, as President Trump instigated a dramatic purge of Department of Homeland Security leadership over a number of days. With Kirsten Nielsen out as secretary and more hardline immigration hawks running the show, some former government officials worried that the leadership vacuum means policy chaos around issues like cybersecurity and infrastructure security. Elsewhere in Washington, D.C., Attorney General William Barr told Congress that the Mueller report is coming, and the Senate held a hearing about robocalls, but as Lily Hay Newman explained earlier in the week, this scourge isn't going away anytime soon. The Kaspersky Security Analyst Summit took place in Singapore this week. Researchers discovered a new spyware framework called Taj Mahal and new schemes to hack ATMs. They detailed the custom toolkits used by Triton hackers, arguably the most dangerous malware in recent history. It turns out the Exodus spyware comes in an iOS flavor in addition to Android. Elsewhere on the web, Bloomberg reported that Amazon employs a team of thousands who work to improve Alexa by listening to conversations captured by the company's Echo devices. If that creeps you out, your surest bet is to make your house a smart speaker-free zone. Silk Road 2's founder is going to jail. Motherboard reports that a UK court has sentenced the leader of Silk Road 2 to over five years in jail for crimes he committed in part while running the dark web marketplace. Dread Pirate Roberts II, as he was of course known, is now revealed to be Thomas White, a technology and privacy activist. As Motherboard points out, Wired included Dread Pirate Roberts II on a list of dark web drug lords who got away in 2015, but it turns out that he was arrested in November 2014. The case just didn't attract notice because UK media law prevented reporting on it before its conclusion. The next-gen WPA3 Wi-Fi protocol has some security issues. 
The WPA3 Wi-Fi security protocol, which officially launched last fall, has lots of improvements that make security easier for the average user. It also, though, came with a handful of vulnerabilities that researchers disclosed this week, including some that would allow a hacker to steal Wi-Fi passwords. The good news is, is that WPA3 isn't all that common yet, and software patches have been issued. The bad news is that, once again, nothing ever works exactly as advertised. NoScript for Chrome NoScript has been a popular Firefox extension for well over a decade, helping people block unwanted JavaScript code from running on their machines. Now you can install it on Chrome as well, although developer Giorgio Mayon acknowledged that he had to drop NoScript's XSS filter because of Chromium's restrictions. Still, if you're looking to quash junk code before it starts, you've now got a solid option on the world's most popular browser. Yahoo could pay $117.5 million to settle over largest data breach in history. In 2016, Yahoo announced that a billion user accounts had been compromised in a 2013 breach. Ten months later, the company revised that number upward a bit to 3 billion users, a.k.a. every single user the company had at the time. Now, Yahoo is trying to reach a class action settlement over the debacle, and the process has been fittingly messy. The original settlement, valued at $50 million, was rejected by the judge for not being fundamentally fair, adequate, and reasonable. Now Yahoo has more than doubled the amount. The amended settlement is still awaiting approval, but if it goes through, according to the plaintiff's lawyer, it will be the biggest common fund ever obtained in a data breach case. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.